guys, welcome to episode 8 of the PMP, the Paid Media Podcast. Me, Chris, uh, the lead PPC marketer at Digital 22, joined by my colleague Christian. Hi guys, how's it going, you okay? They're not going to answer. And in this episode, we are <laughs> talking about how to get the most out of your PPC budget. Mm-hmm. So we have a range of budgets here at Digital 22 for our clients. Mm-hmm. So we've got some clients who spend upwards of... 10, 15,000 pounds, dollars a month. And yet we've got some who spend eight pounds a day and you've got to get the absolute most out mm-hmm. of it. So what we're going to do, we're going to do run through what not to do uh, mm-hmm. with your budget. And then we're going to spend a bit of time on what we think you should do with your budget to help you get the most out of that. Yep, sounds good to me. Crack on. So first of all, what is if you've got a budget and you're working on Google Ads, what is the one thing that you think you should do straight away? I think, well... On my sheet, I've got it ordered the wrong way, but I think research is probably, um, yeah. if that's what we start, we start, yeah, we're starting with the things that we should be doing, isn't it? No, not doing, what well, not, not doing. doing, what not to do straight oh, away. Oh, right, straight away, I suppose, it's just got, yeah, a lack of research in yeah. that case, going off at a whim, um, like, what I find with a lot of clients is that their opinion comes into it a lot, which is correct to some extent, but when they're, when they're plucking keywords out of thin air, they might be right, but I think it's very important that you clarify this and make sure that it's definitely bang on what you're looking for and also which goes on to the sort of setting your own bids i think that's like that's part of the research you start to understand what their actual bids are and you can bid efficiency and uh, efficiently sorry and effectively because if you just start overbidding you might just think well my average cpc is really high all of a sudden maybe it's not for me maybe we need more budget so on and so forth so i think in terms of just starting with the key words i think that's just critical to be honest with you i agree um what I, what I find a lot is I don't think people spend enough time in the search query reports. This mm-hmm. is obviously a bit further on, but you've got to start out with a list of negative keywords who you don't want to be showing for, of course. Um, you know, just to make sure you, you, you're doing that. Um, what about things like bid strategies and stuff like that? Now, for me, I tell this to all our clients, no matter how much they spend, I always like to start a manual mm. bidding before you go automated. Of course. Um, Google really, really try and push responsive search ads, automated bidding, yep. ad suggestions and everything like that. Like they know your business and your and your campaigns better than you do, mm-hmm. um, which they don't. And it's it's flat out, they just don't. So whilst they do have their place later on, when, you, when you're a bit more established, mm-hmm. I think you should always look at just starting off with manual CPC, mm-hmm. get some data in the account, figure out your baseline CPA yeah. um, and work from there. And then you can start, you know, getting a bit more, adventurous yeah no i think you're right i think uh, as you were saying with the automate maybe if you've got tons of data yeah that's the way to go because you've already probably gone through the manual cpc process yeah. but for like you're saying to begin with i think it's very important that you understand how your account's structured what's working where the spend is and actually take a bit more control over it like oh, you said control is massive even with the responsive search ads i know that they're getting rid of expanded search ads this year but there is to some extent some form of non-automated so you can obviously pin them to number headline one two or three so there is ways of kind of making it less responsive as it should and that gives you a bit more control over what you prefer rather than allowing google just to do that so yeah i think to begin with the smaller your budgets i think yeah just stick it with manual and try and get the most out of what you can see yeah rather than say a manuals um enhanced cpc which it's just going to push it towards clicks 
the other uh, automated bidding strategies. And also, if you're a bit of a novice on it, they're a bit of a minefield. I remember when I first got into it and it took me months to properly understand. I think Target CPA, I don't think, is it one of the... No, yeah, they got rid of no it. Longer. So they had like four or five different ones and it becomes a minefield. You don't really know what you're after to begin with. Like, are you after traffic? So are you after conversions? Are you after both? And then how do you identify which one's for you? So yeah, yeah. I think you start getting yourself into a bit of a... Yeah, a bit of a um a hole if you're focusing on that. You've got bigger things to worry about at the start, hence the manual CPC. And Google really clever as well, because if you ever ring up, then what they'll often say is, well, first of all, you need to up your budget, mm. and then you need to put it on an automated bidding strategy. I have strategy. no money, though. <laughs> this is it. I mean, sometimes, like, I mean, like, small businesses, they, like Google Ads is like their lifeline to like, yeah. get traffic and conversions and stuff like that. And Google is an absolute monster mm -hmm. when it comes to yeah. spending. Like, I'd love to be there sometimes when you've got like this smaller business and Google has spent like two or three times their daily budget because mm. it's it's absolute panic. Yeah, of course it is. When you know, can... because it's in their terms and conditions and they can do this, but they're not very clear on explaining no. that when it comes to it. Now, we did, you know, this is episode eight. We've done podcasts before where we talk about, you know, you should only use your marketing budget as what you're prepared to, to lose. To lose, yeah. Which is, which is true. But at the same time, if you're if you're a small business and you're starting out and you're Everybody trying to get that first cash, foot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're trying to get that first foot on the ladder almost and you're trying to get going and, and get a bit of traffic to your website. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've done this great, you've got this great like online catalog and you need to get people there. Mm -hmm. So... But for Google, it's almost like it's a faceless monster. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it just it's the same for all. I mean, mm -hmm. Google gets a bad rap, but Microsoft ads they'll do exactly the same. You know, because that's that is literally Google with a different badge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any any of the paid platforms really, if you're not really careful, if you've got a small budget, then you just need to be really diligent with it and almost mm -hmm. have like a little checklist that you do every time. Um. So you know it's on manual bidding. Mm -hmm. You know your daily budget. You know what you're going to be spending. Um, and everything like that. So, so yeah. Then it was negatives. Really, that was the next one. Really yeah. about like search query report and making sure like those first couple of weeks you are really on it. Yeah, every looking day, at I think, yeah. yeah. Obviously, depending on budget, but yeah, the premise stands and it's an important yeah. If your budget's smaller, then you don't want to be wasting money on clicks that are irrelevant. So just make sure you take some time. Um, be prepared for looking at a search query report as well mm -hmm. because you will be shocked by what people are typing in is triggering your ads. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to like the different match types that you've got and everything like that. 100% and also just a little tip which I found is that if you do it, next time you look at it, put the date range from the last time you made the changes because yeah. it'll still have all the negatives in there that you've already excluded and you'd be like, well, I thought I've actually re removed that. And yeah. you have, it's just the date range is making you look like a fool. So. Yeah, and also if you put the added excluded, you could put the ones you've already excluded and there take those are, out yeah. as well, yeah. But it's just, yeah, you've got to spend a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Just get comfortable in your search query report as well. Mm -hmm. And because... And, I guarantee as well there'll be keywords that you've missed in oh, your research 100% yeah. because you'll never ever know what someone is going to type in on Google Ads to mm -hmm. trigger your ad. It can be something that is really, really obscure and you'd never think to put it but it might have had like three conversions or whatever. So it's always worth just, just being open-minded when you're looking at your yeah, query report. Um, so then, so you've got your campaigns, you've got your, like, so if you've got a small budget but you split them into diff different campaigns, mm -hmm. For me, I'd probably just start with one bigger campaign yeah, yeah. with most of the budget there mm -hmm. and then try and get some learnings and then maybe use those learnings going on to your smaller campaigns. Yeah, yeah. I was I thinking on the, on this point in the sense of if, you, if you're starting off and you've got a collection of keywords, yeah, yeah just, just focus on the 
the most relevant ones to begin with and just see how you get on because obviously we're, through through experience i've run tests before which potentially i pulled the gun too soon but this is due to budget limitation and like you said if you're not willing to lose your budget you're a bit sensitive over actually but if you don't allow it to spend you don't and it goes on to the next point you don't really know what your cpa is you don't actually because if you've not got no data you need to spend until you found it unless the keywords are completely wrong which if you've Gone back to your research. Then. Exactly. If you re if you had researched it correctly and you're selling washing machines and your keywords is, for example, a bloody washing machine, then you know you're after the right keywords. Explicit so, warning there. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. So um yeah, I think it's just you need to you need to be willing to lose, like you said, you lose your first bit of budget, but it's worth it because as soon as you've identified your CPA, then you can work out internally within your business, right? Is that profitable for us? Yeah. If it is, or if it's close, maybe it's not, but it's close to what it is, then obviously you can optimize and get it down. But at least you start figuring out your ballpark figure, how much it's, it's going to cost to get you a contact us or a lead or some form of conversion. So yeah, I think um, pausing a, a, a test campaign too soon, and that's across all platforms. You just need to give it some time. I think a bit of patience, obviously, depending on how much you spend will depend on how quickly you identify it. But yeah, I think you definitely need to give it some time. The worst thing for me is is when someone comes and says, um, I've got a budget, I've got £1,500 a month, what will I get for that? Yeah. And you go... Yeah, there's no draft in here. There's no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely no idea what you'll get for that. No. Because you've got to test. 100%. If you've not done anything before, you've got to test, you don't know, it might be quite a high ticket item. Mm -hmm. So if it's quite a high ticket, then you're probably going to get, you know, one conversion for every two or three leads. Probably more of an indication of how many clicks you'll get rather than, but in terms of conversions, you, unless you've got data to go off, you don't have a clue, or, or you can look in your competitor's account, and but you don't have a clue really, do you? But yeah. in terms of clicks, at least you can see average CPC, right, roughly divide that by what I'm spending. But then again, are you always going to dominate them keywords? And just on that as well, about like looking in your competitor's account. Now, things like SEMrush <laughs> and SpyFu, yeah. stuff like that, they are, they are good tools. We use SEMrush a lot, but the data that they give you is very rarely accurate yeah, for competitor spend. So when all these apps, platforms, you know, everything like that say, oh, we, you know, um, you know, Digital 22, our competitor spent, you know, 18,000 pounds last mm -hmm. month on paid search. They don't know. No. They're using algorithms and mm -hmm. they're working out like best case, most probable. For all you know, they might have got 17,000 clicks on a branded campaign, yeah. 30p a click. Yeah, exactly. It gets so no one actually knows. So don't get sucked in by the programs and the software where they are good for, I mean, Google's pretty good for keyword research. Mm -hmm. um, although it's been a bit vague with some of the numbers now, it's, mm -hmm. it's a bit annoying. Um, SEMrush is good. You can also use a free one. Mm -hmm. um, I use things like Spyfu as well. I've got mm -hmm. a free version of that sometimes just to, to have a look at things like ad history and stuff like that. So there are, there are some good platforms out there that you don't always have to pay for, but just because you've paid $300 for the year yeah. and, doesn't mean it's gospel. It's a lose, at all. lose, isn't it? We tell them to do the research, and then when they do the research, yeah. I mean, you've got to research a keyword. Well, yeah, no, you're right. right. <laughs> but if you're looking at thinking, well, I need to spend more than my competitor to get more than them, then take the the spend with a pinch of salt. Hundred percent, and then gauge it off your own learning. Spend a month as much as you can, and then see if it's profitable. And if it's worked, brilliant. Then then try and sp either spend the same and try and get more from it, mm -hmm. or try and you know spend that a little bit more, um, and then. And then do that and try and increase it. I mean, we found at the minute we, we, we I mean, you know, um, with as a as a department at the minute after Christmas we've come back, and the campaigns with clients are absolutely flying at the minute. I mm -hmm. think that's fair enough. You yeah. know, we 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 catch up with them every day, and since Christmas we're 
we're absolutely flying, budgets are going up, we're increasing. And what we've noticed with that, though, is that it's having a knock-on effect on the organic. Of course, yeah. So, and, you know, it's not sure if it's just, I think it's just all that, it's almost like a perfect storm at the minute. All the, star, all yeah, the stars doing. seem to be aligning. So, um, we're not one to, like, shy away. We'll just ride the crest of the wave. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. We'll take it. We will. I mean, you know, you have, do we, especially with paid, it is the first one that gets it when things aren't going well. Yeah, because it's expensive. Because it? it's expensive. And unlike, you know, the search nerds and SEO, our results are, like, quicker because mm -hmm. you can have a campaign up and built in a day and you can start seeing conversions by the day after if you've done everything properly. Mm -hmm. That That's a given. Um but a lot of the times, if things aren't going wrong across the board, it will often come back to paid, and it's often the first budget that gets cut mm -hmm. um, when things are. So after Christmas, because we've done everything properly, we've done our due diligence and everything like that, mm -hmm. things are going really well. So it's it's good that we, we, we're showing with what we're doing that once you've done everything, you've got the results, you've got your baseline figures, you can then start increasing, and you'll have a more of an idea 100%. of what to do. So now you've got a small budget, what are the things that you should do? We know uh, we, we already know to do the research. Yeah, that's that's the big bit. That's mm -hmm. then nailed on. You've got to do your research, otherwise, you might as well just pour your money down the drain. Yeah, what I've found, um, off my experience, is like local PPC campaigns are some of the most effective campaigns and cost-effective campaigns I've ever run in terms of like um, gym near me or whatever it might be, something near me or. And then varying the keyword that you've done at the start because it's hard to compete with these massive businesses who are, who are bidding on the entirety of the UK and they're yeah. targeting these specific words. But where you can beat them is in these little niches. And I think if it's local to where you're situated, then it's more relevant to the search because people will probably know your company or know where it's from. And I just personally think that that's such a, a, a great way to start because... You're using the keywords you're going to probably test on the rest of the country anyway. So you're already gathering information and the chances are you've got your best chance going to convert in them campaigns. So that's one of that's 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 been very effective for me anyway. I've used that on multiple different campaigns. It might sound very simple, but it's even higher intent than a just a regular search because if someone's typing near me after their keyword, yeah. it means that they're looking for it like in they they're willing to probably travel. I there. think it's often overlooked as well. Not a, lot, not a lot of companies do it. No. Um, I think Google, in a way, are kind of like they're trying to torpedo those by doing Google Maps. Yeah, and just trying and to dominate the, and stuff yeah, like the that. real so, estate. Yeah, yeah, that that I mean, that can be. A, but the amount of companies who don't even have the the Google My Business page set up properly. Yeah, no, that's. Um, that's I mean, I, there's, there's people on who are on things like Upwork and Fiverr who charge like two hundred and fifty pounds just to sort out someone's Google My free. Business page. I mean, yeah, it takes about an hour. And literally, yeah, it's not. But it's one of those things you don't. It's like with, with a trade, you don't pay for, if it takes them 10 minutes, you don't pay for 10 minutes. No, you pay, you pay for, for the 15 years it took them to not. Yeah, to yeah, minutes. to do that. That's what minutes. you pay for. Yeah, but that yeah, is yeah. what you pay. It's like when you get a plumber come around to fix your boiler and they look at it like that. You go out the room, they fix it and they spend another half an hour looking at it. Yeah, just to no, sure they they get the top dollar. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I think like you said, the goal setting, mm -hmm. that's massive. We mentioned this in an earlier podcast. Yeah. Um, and so if you're, if you're a small, if you've got a smaller budget, possibly a bit of a smaller business mm -hmm. so whereas you won't need to get aligned with everyone on the goals 100%. so just be clear on what you want from it do you want more clicks to your website mm -hmm. do you want conversions what is your conversion what counts as a conversion is it a sale is it a sign up is 100%. it a brochure request you know and then put a value on these or no for example if you've got a brochure request so 
use your figures that you've already got. Yeah. So if we get a brochure request and we send out 10 brochures, mm -hmm. from those 10 brochures, we'll get five emails. From those five emails, we'll get two orders. From those two orders, one will actually go through. Yeah, one will and we know, so you've got 10, 5, 2, 1, and we can work, we could put a monetary figure against those and then you can start forecasting properly. Yeah, it's similar to what we, um, with the lead, MQL, SQL. Yeah, it's exactly. the exact same principle. It's just changing it to a different, because yeah, you just need to identify how much of these will get me this, how much of them will get me that, how much mm. of that will get me that. And yeah, I think that just somewhat understanding how many you need, and then you can start to work out your CPAs and stuff like that. But I think goal setting without it, if you, you just run, yeah, you're in the dark, aren't you? It's yeah. You if don't you don't have a goal, then you you you're aimless. Mm -hmm. Then it's almost like you're like a headless chicken almost. Yeah, you're because going, you, you're it? doing all this stuff and you're getting so you get taking people to your website, and then you might be taking them to a homepage which has got loads of exit options. It's not clear where they can convert, so then you need to sort that out. Um, and then you've got they're coming into the wrong pages with the wrong search terms. Mm -hmm. It's just making sure that you've got your goals uh, are effective for your business. 100%. So I think that's a good one. And then like the last one is like probably looking at the, the if you're doing a branded campaign. Mm -hmm. So for me, everyone should do a branded campaign. You should always be protecting your brand name on mm -hmm. Google ads. And anyone who says that you shouldn't be, then they've obviously got too much business <laughs> because all it takes is, is somebody we've had people advertising the, especially when we've won partner of the year because we've won that a few we won it once where just after i started in 2018 that's not why we won yeah, it, yeah. it might have helped um, <laughs> but after we after we won the partner of the year so many companies were bidding on digital 22 of course so um ours is a tricky one as well because it's got digital in there yeah and you get pulled up in it but exactly yeah, right, yeah. so but a lot of people actually bidding on digital 22 you could tell that they had it as like an exact 100 so yeah. when you're looking like the utm tracking and everything like that so it was like we just reached out to them and said you know politely can you stop doing that yeah uh but if you're not protecting your brand on the serve it's like you could be number one on the search mm -hmm. but people are lazy yeah 100%. and as well you can get more information out there with a paid ad like, and with a paid ad, you need to remember you only pay if they click. Mm -hmm. If they don't, if they don't click, it's it's free almost. Yeah. Because you can get quite clever with it as well, I think, because if you have your brand name and then say we have multiple services and we do like Digital Twenty Two SEO, instead of them just typing in Digital Twenty Two and going to the homepage and then navigating to SEO, we've already took them there, so the user experience is already improved on that sense. So yeah, I think it's always important. The SERP analysis will identify if you look at the SERP for you. Brand keywords. Search see. engine results page, that is. Yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, and look, see what's on the, see if you have got, like you said, Google Maps coming up. Is there any other, like, shopping? Uh, well, I don't know why there would be, but if these things what's are coming, coming up, up on maps. Exactly, because before you know it, if there is shopping showing, if there is Google Maps showing, your organic listing's about half below the fold. It's and that's, that's ridiculous. So you could be number one. Yeah, and you're still and below the could, fold. And then there could be four paid ads. And then there could be maps, and then there could be a featured snippet. Yeah. So before you know it, you're number one, but you are halfway or more two scrolls 100%. down the first page. Definitely. And you're number one. And, and if that, you're worried about the CPA that you'll get off that, I always just separate it out from the CPA. Hundred percent. You've got to split it um, out of all your reporting, because otherwise it just distorts all your figures, Big and, time, and yeah. it makes your figures look better than what they are. But it doesn't give you a true reflection when you're then trying to forecast. Yeah, or plan. And the actual campaigns which you meant to be driving them serious results for you yeah that's the one yeah especially with a smaller budget you know you probably get it's, it's probably going to be less than 20 percent on your branded stuff mm -hmm. because of the cpa yeah, should be yeah. so good and the and the expected quality you score the landing page much, experience yeah. should be better um so yeah all that should should align to mm -hmm. to you getting you know the, the best results there mm -hmm.
So we've got to summarise now. So what not to do with a small budget. So um, I'm just going off the screen just to... But yeah, we've got manual bidding. Yeah, uh, no, that's, what to, that, that's what you should do. So don't trust automated bidding yeah, straight sorry, away. Yeah, sorry, go manual to begin with. And, but yeah, and don't trust the automated bidding from the get-go because it'll make you build a campaign with the automated bidding already. Hashtag don't trust Google. Yeah, um, don't begin with broad broad match keywords and that's not in the basis that we don't uh, that I don't trust them or anything but you've if you've got a small budget you've got exact match words to be focusing on to begin with or very long tail long tail keywords but you can have them as exact again so I think if you're just going broad straight away with no historical negatives you're going to spend a lot of money you are maybe try a phrase as well maybe look at testing yeah, those two up definitely you know? yeah in the same campaign put them next to each other and mm. in separate ad groups and see how they perform yeah um the negatives, like we mentioned, stay consistent. If you've just set a campaign going, um, don't forget to not do your negatives. That's something that you need to definitely be on top of. Um, and yeah, if you are testing somewhere, don't pause it too early just because it's not showing signs that it's going to convert straight away. The whole point of a test is it's going to need time to bed in. It's going to need time for the budget to go across all the keywords or the audience, depending on what platform you're using. Just give it some time. I know it's hard because like we said, it's expensive, but... Just give it some time and uh, yeah, I'd just give it time. And for what you should do for me, um, goals straight away. Mm -hmm. Know what you, know what your goals are. Set them. I mean, we've said this a couple of times, but make sure that they're set at the start of the campaign. Mm -hmm. um, assess the cert, like you say, if you're going to put a brand campaign out there. Know your competitors. Know know where you are. If you're doing locally, mm -hmm. nationally, just know where you are and who who your main competitors are. So you've got an eye on them. Mm -hmm. And then, like you say, start local compete in your local area, get a monopoly on that or, or get very strong in that before mm -hmm. you then look to go on to the national. Because that'll supplement your increase in budget exactly. typically because you're going to get a lower, a higher, um, more convergence for a lower spend. So if you can get them campaigns performing consistently, that's going to be able to supplement your testing on your broader keywords, which it's a win-win. And keep it simple as well because you can't scale complicated. No. So that's what it is. So just keep it simple. It's re you're, it's really tempting to try and overcomplicate it. Like you've got people who are spending like four hundred pound a month worrying about the remarketing audience. Why? <laughs> worry about your actual audience. Don't yeah. worry about remarketing mm -hmm. to four hundred pound a month. Worry about when we scaled that to four thousand pounds a month. Then worry about the remarketing yeah, audience. Yeah, of course. You know, a lot more to be doing. There's a lot more to be doing before we look at trying to run before we can walk. Mm -hmm. So you know, just just concentrate on concentrate on what we can control, mm -hmm. and then everything else will take care of itself. Okay. See, words of wisdom there. Oh, yeah. I think that's where we'll end it. So thank you very much for listening all the way through to Cheers, our rambling guys. on. And we'll see you for the next one. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.